Hi, and welcome to The Curve Weekly, the podcast that keeps you up to date with all the money, business, and stock market tea. Everyone should experience first class at least once in their lives, and Annie shouldn't miss out just because she can't afford it. Help me, I'm poor. Hi. How are you feeling? Oh, you're absolutely exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) Soph and I had the most amazing weekend. We spent two and a half days wearing robes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh, it was so nice. So I've poured me a bath on Friday night. I was like, oh. It's like, there you dreamy. go, darling. <laughs> like a married couple. Oh, no, but we went on the most amazing retreat in just south of Cambridge in New Zealand. Resolution retreats? Yeah, and it was an all-female kind of revitalization, relax. Just uh, having my food cooked for me was oh, such a dream. Yeah, yeah. And just having just nothing to do. You're on retreat time. It was like, do I want to go f- do the fitness class? No. Do I want to go to a spa? Yes. Like, honestly, <laughs> it was just like do so I want to beautiful. Spend an hour and a half in the sauna just reading my book? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. must say, I felt like a different woman coming out of that. I could place. do that every weekend, actually. Really enthused about, I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to make my own kombucha and sauerkraut and cook my own meals. And um, and last night, I got really excited. I made my dinner, firstly, which was yeah. healthy, great, portion size, control, et cetera, which we'd learned at the retreat. And then I. Um, you had chocolate? No, I didn't, <laughs> but I heard that you did. <laughs> I fell off a bandwagon like three hours after I got home. I was like, damn it. Because the whole thing they were doing was no sugar. And it was crazy. We started watching that sugar film and like the amount, it was like 40 teaspoons Mm, of sugar in a normal person's diet without even realizing they're eating sugary shit. And I was like, God. But also every night after dinner, me and Sophie like, where's dessert? (laughs) We're like, where's the chocolate? Like like honestly, like addicts. It was like, it was a sugar addict. I was like, oh my gosh. And then the lady turned around and put something on the table and I was like, (gasps) and I thought it was chocolate. (laughs) It was to the point we're going to get in the car and drive and go and find chocolate. It was so bad. It made me think I need to change that habit really, really bad. Like at one point we're so hungry. She looked at me and she goes, I've got half a bag of cheese orbs in the front of my (laughs) glove box. And I was like, we can't do that. (laughs) <laughs> also, oh, they've been there for so long. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, anyway, dear. so we're feeling revitalized, energetic, ready to start the week. Yes. Yeah. I love it how we like so yo-yo. What do you mean? Well, like some t- sometimes we come in here and we're like, God, massive weekend, <laughs> so exhausted. And then do the complete opposite. It's like we need to find a happy medium. I'm bad at the balance thing. I'm real bad yeah. at finding the happy medium. I'm either full tit or yeah. I'm doing absolutely. We were speaking to Joe, the lady who runs the retreat afterwards, just Soph and I, and we were like, so what's really what's really, what's good food if you're hungover? Uh, and what can you do? What's a really good alcoholic drink that you can drink? And she was looking at us like, you guys are alcoholics. Like, I was like, gosh, it makes us sound like we party a lot, but no, it's more hungover eating that is. is I reckon the worst we, for me. we party occasion. Well, you party more than me, but when we go, we go for it. And then we have like months of sabbaticals off the alcohol. Extremities. Yeah. Extremities. There are a couple of extremities. Gosh. Must find a happy medium. Oh, God. Okay. What is happening? I need to get a jingle that goes like after our random shit chat about our lives yeah. into what's happening in the market. In fact, I'm going to do that today. That's a great idea. Yeah, that's a great idea. I mean, but that's your song. cue to, yeah, yeah, I'll do some kind of jingle. Yeah, you know, sing. like the Please sushi one. Sing. That's like St. Pierre's again. Every time I hear it, I'm like, Please don't. Oh my God, so I just start singing before I speak. <laughs> 
God, people will tune out. Uh, yes, but this week, well, sorry, last week uh, in the US stock market, we had a really, really good week. And it's all around reporting season. So this is the time of year, and you think that these come around four times a year in the US where companies public companies report their financial results to investors. But usually it starts with the banks and then Netflix uh, is usually you know, one of the first off the rank and then we move into kind of the tech companies. And last week was really, really big for all the tech companies. We had Alphabet, which is Google, Amazon, Meta, which is Facebook, Microsoft, Apple. So we all, all those companies reported their results and that's why the NASDAQ was up 2% Yay. because that's the tech-focused index. Uh, but the key thing that they all spoke about was their investments in AI, artificial intelligence. Oh, this is freaking yeah. me out. So it's, I think it's going to be in the headlines and you know, there's going to be a lot of chat about it for a long time. And I think it's going to be the new, you know, I, th I feel like we were talking about Bitcoin and digital currencies and how they're going to change the world. And now we've jumped to AI and chat GPT and how that's going to change the world. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's quite an interesting space, but there's all these big tech companies are investing quite heavily into artificial intelligence i've been thinking about this ai stuff a lot over the last few weeks because a lot of people have said to me oh are you using chat gp to you know write your social GPT. captions sorry whatever <laughs> why are you are you using it for this and that it's crazy that it can do basically everything and i'm mm. just wondering why the fuck is it being invented when so many of us are not going to have jobs you know because like that's that's technology and that's advancement and we, we grow and adapt a few of us might be put out of jobs but there'll be regulation and rules in place about what you can you know there's there's we always get freaked out about these things oh my god they're going to change the world like the internet but then how many jobs is that created mm. do you know what i mean people get freaked out about change and so, so classic for that yeah <laughs> <gasps> oh. my button just fell off my shirt which means the whole shirt's going to be open this entire just do the next podcast. one up. oh yeah okay I just still feel really, um, oh, now I look like I'm going to a business meeting. <laughs> <laughs> you look like me. I feel like I appreciate the optimism in yeah. terms of different perspectives because mm. I honestly have been really freaking out about this quietly yeah. in my own time. I'm just like, why would they create stuff that is going to wipe out majority of the jobs for people? But then, yeah, that's quite a nice balanced view to think about jobs like, that will come out of it. And all these companies – you know, Google, Amazon, Facebook, like think how they've changed the landscape of, techn of technology, how we use technology over the last kind of 10 years, you know, like it's crazy, but they've, I reckon they've improved productivity, which means they've improved output for a lot of people, a lot of countries, you know, like there's, people always get scared of change and like the uncertainty that it's bringing and what that means for their jobs. But I would flip it on the other side and say a lot. all these companies have brought about so much positiveness to the world. Positiveness <laughs> doesn't sound like it works. <laughs> I was like, Positivity. Oh, positivity, yes. And <laughs> productivity and jobs and all of that that I think, I don't know, I'm not getting scared yet. I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. And can we invest in AI as a – club you know is there like etfs that are ai focused <clears throat> yes there definitely is i don't know any of the names off the top of my head maybe we do a bit of research after this because i think <sighs> that would i'd love to look into a few yeah. etfs i but don't like know any, microsoft oh yeah true i'm invested in microsoft and yeah so microsoft's partnered with OpenAI, which makes chat gpt microsoft was up seven percent last week oh Regret we someone microsoft. message going i bet vic's happy this week it's like i am <laughs> i am <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so they're pouring billions and billions of dollars into into that investment. So that's one way to get. I'm so impressed there. Microsoft yeah. is so forward thinking because I, yeah. I really think of Microsoft as the PC, those giant computers yeah, back no. at school with yeah. the big chunky square things. Mm. I don't think of it as this progressive forward thinking company, but the no. fact that for however long they've been investing in AI is they're quite kind impressive. Of like the sleeping giant that just kind of maybe not a giant, but you know, they're like the sleeping mm. creeper that's just slowly creeping, creeping in the background. And then they're like, oh, that's actually owned by Microsoft. Oh, that they've, yeah. they've invented that. They've discovered that, which I quite like. They're like the um, more modest version of Apple. Yeah, they're not like loud and proud and we've invented this and we've done this. Yeah, that's why I like them. Um, but we also had, yeah, so we had the Microsoft result which was really good. Amazon result um, was really good as well. Meta, so they've had a pretty tough time since they changed their name 18 Have months they? ago. Yeah, they've had a really tough time. Do you time. reckon it was the name change? No, there was the big investment in the metaverse that they were stating that they were going to do and people got concerned because their revenue wasn't growing and they're making this huge investment. But now they've turned that around. Did you know they have 3 billion daily users on their family of products? So WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook. 3 billion people a day use their product like that is wild <laughs> hold on so they so they did start to plummet and this yeah. was around the time that they changed it to meta and they yeah. started focusing on the metaverse and advertisers were pulling back on spending and now that so they had three quarters of declining revenue growth and then this latest result they announced back to revenue growth and so their shares you probably wouldn't know this are up 140 percent since november so this is why it's, I knew it. <laughs> I knew when it was down, I should have put more money in Facebook. That's why when people are like, oh gosh, I've missed the boat or like, oh, oh I've missed the opportunity. It's like things can change pretty quickly. I reckon this is going to happen with Tesla. That's, I have a yeah. feeling like, you know, everyone's what, like, oh, poor Tesla. Uh, uh, uh. But I reckon it's going to make a comeback too. Yeah. It's usually when things fall the hardest, they rebound the far, mm. fastest as well. Not everything. I'm not saying that everything that's falling you should buy. Absolutely not. Please don't <laughs> put me in jail. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying that this is, they, these stocks are the volatile ones. Mm. So when they fall hard, they usually rebound hard as well, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah it's almost like they're <clears> the, um, almost like the fuck boy of the stock world you know like they'll be like or almost like the narcissism like love bomby at the start like, and then the sometimes stock? they just ghost you and disappear so yeah. it's like all or nothing yeah you know all or nothing they're the yeah. ones that are like in your face oh uh, uh, tesla 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 and then you're like oh where did tesla go they're it's like us in our weekends you know all or nothing <laughs> we're either super super um, grandma's, grandma's not going out weekend. or we are out into clubs <laughs> God, it must be hard oh. for people to keep up with us. I know. Gosh. Like, well, you never really know. We could be turning up, like, struggling to. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get. Oh, or you just... get party back or sleepy back. <laughs> oh, that's God. really exciting yeah. that the NASDAQ's <laughs> up and that all these things are happening. Yeah, because it was also quite concerning. Heading into this reporting season, people were like, oh, gosh. We know the banks are having a tough time, uh, but these tech companies have operations in so many different countries around the world. They're a really good indicator of how the world is tracking from an economic standpoint. You know, is it growing? Is it not? Mm. And so for all five of these companies to come out with really good results is super, super important. Um, you know, there's lots of commentary now around, you know, maybe the recession's going to be not as bad. Maybe there's not going to be a recession. You know, things are looking a lot more positive. 
Very good. <laughs> Sorry, it is good. It I'm is not. Good, I yeah. am paying attention. It's just that I don't want my shirt to be done. I can't pay attention because your tits are in my face. Yeah, but they're not big. They're too small. Surely they're not distracting. No. Um, we also had Spotify, which is a company we use oh. regularly. <laughs> if you I, haven't heard, Raising the Curve is found on Spotify <laughs> and Apple, actually. Well, please, can you also give us a review, rate or review or follow us? Because just as a side note, apparently that really helps our ratings. Sorry, you can continue. Sorry, was a little plug. Are you <laughs> yeah, finished? Done now. <laughs> um, so they their share price was down for the week, but it jumped straight after the result. People were really excited, and then kind of fell away. But they have reached half a billion monthly active users. So that means every month there's 500 million people using the Spotify platform. Wow! Which again, wild. Like that's Huge crazy. Imagine numbers. owning a business. 500 million people are using your product. Their paying users only grew 15% mm-hmm. and their non-paying users grew 22%. So that's still amazing growth, but yeah. their paying users aren't growing as much. But if you've got this pool, it's almost like a moat of users that you can kind it's of – lukewarm leads. Yeah, they're already using your product. They're liking it. They're not paying, but, you know, you can you can play around with, hey, how do we get them to pay? Um, and then we also had some really interesting news from Johnson & Johnson. So they're the big – Pharmaceutical, they've also got a consumer health division. So they own the brands like Band-Aid, Listerine, you know, all those consumer health names. Mm-hmm. And then they've also got the pharmaceuticals business, which created the vaccine, for example. And they announced they announced this a while ago, but they actually put pen to paper or actually made it official, is that they're going to split the businesses. So, oh, I remember you saying yeah, that. Yeah, so they're going to effectively spin off their consumer health division. Um, so kind of like divorcing, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. separating. And I guess why would they do that? Well, a lot of companies do do this if they've got two or th- you know, or three or whatever quite defined divisions. And it's usually because one, they feel like one's undervalued. So when you're, when you're a public company and you're listed on the stock market, you've got one share price, a number of shares, which creates the market value. So you've got the shares times the share price equals the value of the business. And some companies and some CEOs and you know the people on the board think that you know if we split these off, two could e- you know, one plus one could equal three, and it could actually be a lot. So sorry, can Correct. we just? I'm just going to simplify that. So essentially, what's happened is they've got their consumer health side, which is the Band-Aids, et cetera. Yep. And then they have the pharmaceutical side. Mm-hmm. And whatever their share price is, say it was $3, they might look at that and think, yeah, that's reflective of our consumer health products, but it's not of our pharmaceuticals. Yep. So they're basically separating it off so that that can be fairly evaluated rather than sitting in the shadow of the exactly. other company. Exactly, yes. And this is why spin-offs, which is what we call when you spin off, you know, you're spinning off the consumer health division. When you spin that off, the historically, those businesses have done really well because they've got their own management team, they've got their own investors, um, they've, they, and like you said, they're not overshadowed by this other part of the business. They've got all the resources they need, dedicated resources, whether it's people, time, money, to grow, mm. and so they tend to do really well. And we explain this more in the Curve Classroom, actually, around yeah, spin-offs and, and why they're good. So this business, this new consumer health business from Johnson Johnson is going to be called Kenview. 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 I don't even know if that's how you say it, but and it's going to be probably the biggest IPO this year. So an IPO meaning an initial public offering, which is when a company lists its shares for the first time. So it's going to be about $43 billion. When is that happening? So they don't they haven't set a date yet, but it's going to list on the New York Stock Exchange and it's going to the IPO price. So they set a range to kind of test demand. 
and it's going to be between $20 and $23. I'm not going to lie. I don't massively love that the idea of that business. Just I don't know heaps about it, but I just I wouldn't invest lots of money personally in it. However, I might invest a tiny little bit if I can get access to the IPO just to see what it does. I'm kind of interested. I feel like I've heard so much about IPOs, even if it's $5. Mm. And in this current environment, like that, those kind of products, the consumer health products is what we're going to keep spending money on no matter what, if we go into a recession or not, that's going to be what we're spending our money on. And so... I know it's just something to think about, but it'll be cool to have another another company on the on the stock exchange. That's all from me. Okay, thank goodness, because I've got to go to the Do you have a wrap up song? No, but I need to use thank the loo and I need to change my top. Rude. <laughs> you come up with the jingle then. Okay, next episode, everyone. Vic is gonna have written a little <laughs> script. A little jingle. God. Okay, we might be <laughs> skipping the curve weekly for the next few weeks. <laughs> We're really excited to have partnered with Audi to bring you The Curve Weekly, a podcast that encourages women to work towards driving a more progressive future. And if you haven't already, check out our savings calculator at thecurve.co.nz to help you reach your savings goals.